0: This podcast is meant for general health information and is not meant to override any medical advice. All questions will be screened and not contain any personal information. If you want a private consultation, contact us via positivechoice.org or you can contact your provider directly. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Hello, and welcome to the Positive Choice Wellness Podcast. I'm Annalise, an exercise physiologist and nutritionist. And I'm Melanie, I'm also an exercise physiologist and nutritionist. And we have one of our favorite guests back in the studio today, Ms. Shannon Nolte. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Hey. Welcome back. (laughs) Good to be here. And if you guys are new to Shannon, she uh, works here at Positive Choice with us. She um, works in our Options Pre-Bariatric Program, also our Weight Management Fasting Program. Mm -hmm. And um, she is a licensed professional counselor and also does Mm one-on-one. So all the things. All of it.
1: Yes. I was going (laughs) to come up with something clever, but nothing came to my head. I just... (laughs) <laughs> Where wear many hats.
0: There we go. Yeah. There we go. Yes. And um, if you are interested in working with Shannon, we'll go ahead and put a link to get in touch with Shannon down at the bottom.
1: Thanks, guys. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, Shannon, today you came here mm-hmm. to talk about self-care. Yeah. I love which self-care.
1: Don't we all need more self-care? Yes. Everybody does. Um, even if you're doing the most self-care – can always still do more self-care. And I'm not saying that in a perfectionistic way, like you have to have an optimum level, but we all need it in our lives. Um, We all need it, and there's no limit to
0: how much. Okay, so here is the lingering question. Mm -hmm. Am I selfish for doing self-care?
1: Well, I guess it depends on your philosophy. Um, So there is a certain... not in the negative connotation way, no, you're not selfish. But there is a sort of like um, self-interest when it comes to taking the time to do that self-care. So um, at first it might feel selfish because I am uh, taking my time away from others or I'm not doing something that I quote-unquote should be doing or working as much as I quote-unquote should be, you know, like all those things that we place on ourselves. So it might feel that way at first, but there is some some joy in being a little bit selfish in the sense where I'm it's self-interest and I'm helping myself be better in my world. Um, so not in the negative connotation way, if that makes sense.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I am of that mindset, yeah. but I think that Especially for women. Mm-hmm. We are so conditioned to be people pleasers. Yeah. right. We think that our role is to serve others. So oftentimes our day starts with what are everybody else's needs? How am I going to meet everybody else's needs? Yeah. And this idea that somehow I'm supposed to take time away from my spouse, I'm supposed to take time away from my work or time away from my kids, to do something for myself? Like, what What do you t- – that's yeah. not – it's not going to happen. Yeah.
1: But it should, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. No, it's so true. And I think even – I mean, it's conditioned as women. And then also if we think about for men as well, like, if they're supposed to be this stereotypical, like, I provide for everyone, I don't have my emotions, I don't have time to focus on my feelings because I need to take out – or control fires, too, I think that there's a lot of um, preconceived notions of, like, our roles in in the world, and that's all external. Um, So with self-care, it's kind of this chance to look more internal and to do things more for the self and to, you know, like that old uh, metaphor of, like, you know, when the oxygen masks from the plane, we want to take care of ourselves first before we take care of someone else. And you know,
2: some something that that I was thinking about is like, if we were to define what self care is, Mm because I think that's that's where there's a little bit of like muddy water here, right? We're like, but what is self care? Because when you hear self care, what I'll tell you, what I think is a massage, hey, but is it really?
1: So yes, it could be, Um, and it could be so many other things. And you're right, there is a stereotype. It's you know, you know, the pedicure, yeah, pampering, going to the spa. Um, But self-care can also look like, um, you know, exercise, going for a walk. Maybe that means uh, taking time to read a book. It could be um, sitting down with a nice hot cup of tea. It could be setting a boundary um, by saying no if you're overbooked or overscheduled. It could be allowing space for um, expressing an emotion Um, if you, you know, if you, have a, an emotion or something you need to talk about. So self care can look like a lot of different things, and even that goes along to how am I how am I nourishing myself, or how am I sleeping, or how am I um,
2: how's my social life? Yeah, how's
1: my social life? How's my romantic life? How's my all of it? Um, so yeah, it can go to this the stereotypical space, but really self care is um, sort of this web of like how we interact with our ourself and our world. Um, do we value um, value taking care of ourselves like we would value taking care of those other people we commit ourselves to like you were talking about
0: earlier. And using your example of the oxygen mm-hmm. mask, I love that because yeah. it really does fuel the same way that it, it perpetuates in our lives. So if you don't have oxygen, you have now a limited time that you can save your child. Mm-hmm. Right? So the same thing applies with all of this stuff so if i am not putting a priority on my health if i am not putting a priority on my sleep my bandwidth for giving quality care to other people offering the best of myself that's now limited right definitely um
1: if y'all have ever heard of like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Like, if we don't take care of those basic needs, like our uh, biological needs, such as sleep, uh, food, we've all heard the term hangry, or, uh, like, if we ever have been too tired, it's hard to, like, function in our day normally. You're right, the bandwidth is not there. And same thing if we don't feel safe, which is the next rung up above. And then if we don't have our social needs met, it's hard to feel really like we can thrive in our world. If we don't feel like we're, you know, kind of in our... uh, getting our esteem needs met. You know, it's all these things that kind of layer on top of our, each other and um, self-care is, a, is kind of being an advocate for yourself and saying, no, that this is important. I do need to prioritize myself and I need to prioritize my sleep and um, I need to say no more um, when appropriate.
2: And, then, you know, it's good that we were able to to differentiate between the the expectation that it has to be like literal pampering, which mm-hmm. I mean, I will say that's still self-care.
1: Yeah, totally. It,
0: You don't have to spend money to do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's also the thing of like, when we go back to these fundamental needs. So if I am not getting movement in my body, I'm not sleeping and I'm not setting appropriate boundaries, all the massages and manicures in the world aren't going to make me feel fulfilled. Totally. They aren't going to balance that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: it's that band-aid, right? Like, I think you've used the... the, the band-aid of yep, the damn. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to help for a moment, and then, you know, it's going to be the same thing over and over. If I'm still not getting sleep, it's it's going to be a detriment. Um, so, yeah, we, we do have to spend time being the one that says, this is what I need to do. And we have to speak up. And I think that's the big thing. Um, no has become one of my favorite words. Oh, wow. uh, <laughs> it used to be, uh, speaking of like, you know, people pleasers, you know, being someone who comes from that, that's what you need to be doing. It does take a lot of effort sometimes to say no, but that, that in and of itself can be a, um, a big self-care tool. Um, but yeah, that no, that no and speaking <sighs> up for yourself and... Um, you know, being the one that that really is pushing forward, what self care looks like to you, and how you need to see it in your world,
0: because no one else is really gonna manage that for you. What a challenging skill that is! It is to to learn to say no, mm-hmm. especially when it is about valuing your own time. Right? Yeah. I made an I made an appointment with myself that I'm gonna exercise, mm-hmm. you know, in the morning, and then somebody needs my time how do you honor Mm -hmm. that that appointment you made you made with yourself yeah
1: you know it's always um, I don't like always putting like hard and fast rules on things but you know we, we have to assess kind of what's going on is this an emergency does this person need me right now if yes that seems more important right if no if say for instance they had a hard day they want someone to talk to Okay, I'm free um, in a couple hours. I'll give you a call. I'm more than happy to talk that out with you. Um, I yeah, I just I have a I have an appointment. They don't have to know an appointment, but I have an appointment that I got to get to. But I'm I'm here for you in a couple of hours. Um, and I love the
2: term appointment because it is in yeah. a sense you're making an appointment with yourself. But then when you hear appointment, I think a lot of people just think, oh, doctors, oh, right. Yeah, that's important. Okay, gotta, I got I got to let them do that. Right. And they're more and let it like you say, oh, I got to work out this morning. I'm like, no, 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 no. I need you now. Right. You can you can talk through that. That's not important.
1: Right, but it is so important, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's you're so right. There is sort of this like judgment on uh, certain activities on whether it's justified or not justified for um, taking no, up our time. No one should
2: tell you how you live your life. You right, do you, man. That's that's what you got to do. Do <laughs> totally. what you have to
1: do to be the best you. Right. Um, so yeah, I think there there are some some ways that you can kind of work through that because um, there. You know, life does happen and there are things that do, but when we really think about, like, is this truly an emergency or does this person, like, truly need me uh, at this exact moment? Child and children care, that's a little different. You know, that might be of, okay, how do I work my my self care around their schedule because that's a, a little different story. But when we're talking kind of the grand scheme of a lot of the things that we put pressure on ourselves to be, therefore um, whether that's i have to be on top of everything i have to say yes to every single project i can't turn people down i can't um, say i need a you know self-care day or a a nap Um, i think that's where we can kind of say like you know how is this serving me long term Mm. Um, and that does change like everybody's a little more extroverted or introverted some people like love helping others and so that brings them passion and joy some people um Maybe they use that as a way to manage what's going on for them. And so it's kind of a little bit of introspection about what, uh, what works best for you and your your life and your personality and um, what it is that you truly need at that moment.
0: So, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was mm-hmm. just going to say, so, so self-care
2: looks different for everybody. Yeah, Totally. What, one thing I keep thinking about, because I hear this a lot in my classes, and it's a thing about either it's a patient who's a caretaker for a parent mm-hmm. or a patient who's a caretaker for their special needs child <sighs> or any of the above like that where they're like, but I am their caretaker and mm-hmm. I have to be there for them. I just don't have time for myself. Yeah. So what those, I think, I think those are more common than we want to admit. Totally. And I, those are the patients I think who struggle the most is finding that time. Mm-hmm. So what could you do? You know, provide informationally for those kinds of people who are just like, but my life is this person. I have to be there, right? You know,
1: right. And I think that is a challenge because I think that's where we see sometimes that food does come in because it's something where you're still at home. You maybe the person's in bed, maybe the person is. um, You have five minutes, ten minutes to yourself. It's a quick little me time or quick little stress reliever to you know to manage in that moment. So it's kind of sometimes about finding those. Similar pockets of time and doing something for you that's not necessarily um, food-related. So it could be just, I'm going to spend that time reading a book that I enjoy, or um, you know, while they're down or while they're um, resting, maybe it's like I'm going to do a little uh, a little exercise video in the in the room. Maybe it's if you have the funds, finding a caretaker that can come for like half of an afternoon or just a couple hours. To kind of give you that time to leave the home or if there's another person that um, is available to just come and watch for a few hours um, like a family member or a friend but sort of being a little bit creative about who is in your corner and who can you um, rely on um, to sort of reach out for help and sometimes self care is saying I need a little bit of help. Um, that's the hardest thing to do mm-hmm. when you're a
2: people-pleaser. Cause the last thing you want to do is say, I need help. I'm not good at what I do. Right? Because right. that's how I would interpret that, which I know is not the case. Right. But it's like, I'm clearly not good enough. I need help. And that's why I think a lot of people in that position, don't reach out mm-hmm. for help because it's, it's basically saying to the world, I can't do this.
1: Right. And that's not how
2: it is. It's, we it's, all need a little help sometimes.
1: For sure. It's I think you, you kind of hit the nail on the head where it's like, I don't want to be a burden. Um, yes. You know? Then there's that
0: worry of right. like, well, no, now I'm I'm putting something on them and they're going to say yes because you know, they feel that they mm-hmm. should. But then, yeah, that right. whole thing, guilt and mm-hmm. feeling like you're not enough.
1: Yeah. And, and you're right, it's like, it's not that that's the case, it's just that we all do need time for ourselves, and, um, you know, it is it is something that does take bravery um, to to announce and to share and to say, and it's well worth it in the end. Sometimes just like, you know, 15, 30 minutes, an hour of just me being with myself or me doing something that brings me joy or something that brings me calm um, can really do a lot for my day. Um, like just even a quick little walk around the block can sometimes shift my attitude or make me feel revived when um I was feeling maybe more tired or low before so it doesn't have to be long it can just be about yeah reaching out and voicing that I need a little bit of help I need a little bit of support can
0: you can you come for a little bit of time I like that do you think that can start with our own feelings of worthiness mm. in terms of like this idea of putting myself on the priority list wherever that is mm-hmm. during the day just, just the idea of you know taking five minute time out to exercise or something like that do, do you think that that can be kind of molded with even my self-value if I think I'm even worth
1: doing that yeah totally um you know, we spend time on the things, you know, we we value. And uh, if we think that we're bottom of the list, we're probably not going to, to take that time. And so, yeah, I think there can be a lot of um, low self-worth that could coincide with um, not taking the time to do uh, that self-care. Um, and then that might be part of, you know, where reaching out for help can come in, right? And that might mean having more time with trusted friends who can sort of build that self-worth, working with a therapist, journaling, mindfulness, all of those are also self-care. Too is is finding ways to to raise that self-worth and that that value in taking care of you.
2: It just sounds like self-care is just literally anything that brings you joy. Yeah. Just anything that brings you joy. Well, I guess if we're saying that like, food could be involved in that. Mm-hmm. So if your problem is food, maybe not that. <laughs> well,
1: and I think the thing with food too is that it's um, it can be self care and it can be a positive self care. But when food is the only way that we achieve self care, I think that's where the the issue kind of lies in. If we have no other way of taking care of ourselves except for eating, I think that's where we can kind of see that being the issue. But yes, I mean, who's to say that like you know, on your birthday you can't really enjoy. Uh, your favorite kind of cake um, and really say like, no, Grandma, I want strawberry cake this year. Not your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I want the food I want yeah. for my birthday. Thank you.
0: Yeah. And, and it's always on a, a, a spectrum, yeah. right? Like, Food can be self-care until you're doing it to the point that it is now causing a detriment.
1: Right. Just like exercise. It's a wonderful thing. We all love it. But if I'm exercising for eight hours a day, my knees are going to be shot. I'm going to, like, be so tired. I'm, like, if that's the only way I can manage my day, that's going to be not managing it, right? Um, So, yeah, you're right. Anything can be, if we only do that, it can be a
0: a detriment. Yeah, so I mean, we, we could say like self care is the thing that brings us joy, mm-hmm. and if it is leading to a detriment, then we have to start, yeah, you know, questioning where that joy is.
1: Is that avoidance then?
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. Totally. It can morph.
2: It sounds like.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we just have to be like aware for ourselves, right? If if I'm only doing this um, and it's no longer really helping me, maybe it's time to take a step back or find something different. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I'm, you started this off by saying like, you know, massages and spa treatments, but it's funny, like even in the um, pandemic, that was one of the, like, when we were quarantined initially, that was one of the things that like, brought me so much joy was buying way too much skincare. <laughs> and so like, at first I was like, yeah, I'm doing something for myself. This is wonderful. And then it was like, I have way too much and i spent way too much on this darn self care. <laughs>
2: You can't be any cleaner or yeah. softer. I, I don't know what to do i
1: now look like a yeah you're that like right yeah. filter where they
2: remove all creases and wrinkles and you're just smooth like i'm smooth
0: <laughs> i don't feel bad i did that with hair products i, I have so much hair <laughs> products now it's ridiculous yeah.
1: yeah it's just um anything can can Tip us over the edge, right?
0: Right. You're like, when when you're now like stocked for the next two years, yeah. You're probably good. We can we can move on to different, right? Different forms. And then of when self-care. you notice,
1: like, I have two years stock, and I still want more.
0: Yeah, because we're trying to fill the hole that can't be filled with skincare. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want to socialize Darn it.
2: skincare. <laughs> At least I look good for what I do eventually. Yay. When I come out of my
1: hole. <laughs>
0: I'm empty inside, but my skin looks fabulous now.
1: (laughs) My dog is envious of my skin.
2: (laughs) Well, this is, you know, the whole concept of self-care is just so, so funny because, like, the whole fundamental aspect of it is, like, there's the basic needs we Mm -hmm. have and then there's the other parts that just psychologically makes you just feel better. But like, you know, when we really get into it, there are actual fundamental biological needs that need to be met in order for you to have adequate self-care, mm-hmm. you know, like making sure you are sleeping adequately every single night, making sure you are eating well, you know, not eating junk food all the time, you know, making sure you are actually having socialization right. with people. We are social beings. We need to socialize, whether that's via, you know, video calls or going out on a walk with a friend mm-hmm. or, you know, what have you. But we need that part too. And there's so many on that list of just, fundamental human needs that we just need to meet and I feel like people forget those we forget that just trying to stay alive is a fundament of uh, a fundamental of just self-care like we want you to live a nice functional life right right
1: Right. yeah because it's uh (laughs) that is the really basic thing um and it's funny too even like as you were saying that I started thinking about like even going to the doctor even going to the dentist even like all these things that kind of help us just prolong our lives or make sure that we're living a quality life Mm -hmm. are also part of it. Um, Bathing. Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. And if if you're listening to this during the pandemic, you'll know that maybe that fell, maybe that alone fell by the wayside.
1: (laughs) If you have to count back, it's part of the quarantine (laughs) special.
0: (laughs) Okay, Shannon. So speaking of fundamental needs... Mm -hmm you are a mental health expert let's talk about what are some fundamental mental health needs Mm. yeah so um safety being one of them
1: um if we're feeling safe in our environment so whether that's like um am i feeling secure with who i'm around am i feeling safe in my job am i feeling safe um, where i can get my needs met safety is a big uh, a big thing um and that could just be to also like uh you know feeling uh, safe in your yeah safe in your environment i would say um connection is another big thing you you hit on that yeah, yeah it's a big uh part even if you're more introverted there is a level of connection that we do need um the amount is going to be specific to the person but um and same thing too with safety like everybody has their own threshold but Um, We do need some form of connection. We need people in our corner. Um, We need people that, you know, we can have fun with or, um, you know, if we're into romance, we need someone we can be romantic with. We need someone that we can, um, yeah, feel safe and secure and and heard from. Um, And then, uh, let me think. Of course our biological needs. And I say that's honestly the thing that we need to manage, like, above all. If we're not getting sleep, we're not going to be connected. We're not going to be safe feeling, right? Mm, if we're not uh, fed and nourished, um, probably those are going to fall by the wayside as well. Because um, if I'm really hungry, there's no way I want to sit and, like, chat for a while, right? Or if I'm overly full, too, um, I'm probably going to be really yes. tired and I'm not going to want to, like, really engage like I would. So I, um, getting our biological needs met, too, are going to be things that um, psychologically support um, support us yes Mm -hmm. so
0: getting water in Mm -hmm. and also uh sex yes i mean that is worth mentioning Mm -hmm. that is a fundamental human need that that goes with the connection that goes with that connection part and you know we mean like sex with a uh trusted partner yeah right because that can go down that can go down the totally. road of, you know too much and coming from a not great place yeah too.
1: definitely it's whatever you feel comfortable with but yeah that that intimacy is very important um, and it whether that is however you define sex that 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 intimacy is very important
0: um, for um, that closeness mm-hmm. and shelter yeah definitely definitely that goes with the safety thing yeah right when we when we have shelter, that allows for a feeling of, of mm-hmm. safety and security. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I'd say uh,
1: finding a way to, again, be be there for yourself and make sure that those are, and cleanliness I think does, you know, as we were talking about bathing earlier, that is part of it. But I think finding that way to be there for yourself and to to really sort of Check in with your emotions. How am I feeling? Is this loneliness um, because I need connection? How am I managing this loneliness when it comes up? Um, If I'm feeling sort of anxious or um, uneasy or unsteady, um, how can I manage that differently? What are some ways that I can care for myself right here and now? And if it is something that's biological, maybe I do need to feed myself. Maybe I do need to go for a little walk. Maybe I do need to just take a nap.
2: Oh, Put nap. down the coffee. Those are the best. Yeah.
1: Who <laughs> doesn't love a good
2: nap? Yeah. And if you don't go Me, away. Me. <laughs> oh. <then go laughs> don't away. do well with naps. I oh. wake
0: up, I am groggy, I am angry with the world, and I'm starving. Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> I love a good nap. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm like a hibernating bear. It's yes.
1: Great. Oh, there's but, nothing better.
2: But yeah, you know, I love, I love, I, I just love talking about self yeah. care because it's like, oh, just, just
1: be about you. Yeah. It's so good.
2: You know, um, when it comes down to it, though, like if, if people are really having trouble with, with managing it in their mm. day or finding the time to do that, because like I've met those people, like I work, I work 12 hours, I start at this time, I go to bed super late. Mm. like I don't know when I can fit that into my day because my life is just working. Yeah, and we've met pe- those people. So how could we find a way, or how could they find a way, I should say? to incorporate more self-care into their daily lives when their life their life is already jam-packed with right. so much stuff, right? If you're working 12 hours, like driving a truck, for example, mm-hmm. when do you fit in exercise? Yeah, definitely.
1: So, I mean, I think it, it's, it's really about finding what works for your lifestyle, right? So, for instance, like a nurse, right? If they're on their feet for 12-hour shifts, um, that's a lot of walking, right? That's a lot of movement does it really make sense to add in more exercise? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe so. It depends on kind of you and kind of what your, your goals and your, what level of health is. So maybe for that person, that might mean, like, I'm going to make sure, like, on my lunch break, um, I'm going to take my lunch break, and I'm going to take my break that is for me. I'm not going to work through it. And I'm going to maybe go outside and sit under the tree and meditate, so to speak, right? Or I'm going to have that, like, nice, um, nice time for myself. If it is the truck driver who's in, maybe that does mean every few hours I'm going to make sure, if the time slot allows, um, whatever works into my driving schedule, that I'm going to get out. Um, when I go for my bathroom break, I'm going to do a couple laps around the, um, you know, whatever you call it. Rest uh, area. Things. There you go. Yeah, those thingies. <laughs> my, all the words have like flown out of my head. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, maybe I'll take a couple laps around the, um, the rest area. Maybe that means I'm going to um, when I get to my final destination for the night, maybe I'll do some push ups against the truck and do some squats or Move whatever. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so kind of finding ways and it's sometimes it is about being creative, um, and sometimes it's about just using what is available to you um, to your advantage um, because I know so many people who don't take their lunch breaks, don't take their PTO if they have it, mm-hmm. don't, you know, even just take time to do a mental health day. Uh, if, say, for instance, that's something that's an added benefit of their job where they have that PTO saved up uh, for themselves, but they're not using it. Right. So sometimes it is, and not everybody has that that luxury in their in their job. Um, but like, if you do, take advantage of it. Um, we don't have to be kind of workhorses all the time. We can, we can. Say I'm going to take my actual break today.
0: And I also think that we get stuck thinking that the pieces in our lives are immovable. Mm, yeah. So we're like, no, no nothing is changeable. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, is that technically everything is changeable, right? right? So um, my my little anecdote is is I had a patient one time. Um, in one of my healthy balance classes and she came in first night she's like I don't I don't have any time she's like I commute an hour and a half I work I have kids she's like how how am I supposed to add time in for an appropriate amount of sleep mm-hmm. and um I just said look everything has to be on the table as changeable like if you really want to make change in your life you have to start looking at like Everything is possibly right. changeable. And I said, it really sounds to me like you would gain a whole quality of life if you just had a job that was closer to where yeah. you live. And at the time, I went home and kind of tortured myself. Yeah. I was like, who are you to tell somebody that? <laughs> like,
1: How you dare know? you? Yeah,
0: I, I just I felt really guilty about that. And I, I was hoping that she would come back. And I wondered if yeah. she would come back to class. But she, you know what? she did come back to class and she did change her job. Yeah. Oh wow. Because she was like that really hit me that yes, that was a time suck and she got herself a new job with a 15 minute commute. Love it. And and you know it was all because she was willing to look critically at like oh, a lot of us our job is immovable, right? right? The, no, that's the thing that's that's stuck. We have to make money. We have to have that job, but the reality is, is you don't. Right. There's you, options. Now, it doesn't mean that it's going to change today, mm-hmm. but we could start putting that intention that if my priority is myself, mm-hmm. if I'm going to put myself on on my priority list and make that piece immovable, yeah, then it opens up a whole thing. Totally. I think that's such a
1: good example because I think you're right. I think we do th- see things a lot of times as fixed. Um, and part of that creativity is finding where could I maybe make some changes? What is most important to me? My stepdad always used to say, like, you know, our life is based on, like, what we find important. Is the job, like, if we're talking about our job, right, is it the thing that we do? Is it how much money we make? Is it where we're working, right? Like, so, you know, finding what makes most sense importance-wise, if that job is something that doesn't bring you the ultimate value, maybe there's another one out there that would serve my life a little bit better and help me be in my valued living a little bit better um and so i think that's it that's a great example um
0: and we always value those stories too where yeah. you where you hear like these people that are running big corporations mm-hmm. or they're you know grinding themselves to the bone and then they give up their home right they they sell off their home and they, they move sell to off. india and like meditate and take photos or something or, yeah. or they just they just are like my life was too much. Mm -hmm. It was too much. So I downsized. I moved out into a a rural rural area with a property that I could afford. Mm -hmm. And it affords me to work less. And, you know, so these big things. And sometimes we even have small things that Mm -hmm. we think are immovable. It it could be your spouse. Mm -hmm. It could be your relationship with a toxic family member. It could be like, Who is babysitting your kids? I don't know. All of this stuff has the potential to change. So if it is if it is not bringing you happiness, if it is getting in the way of your own happiness, maybe we consider.
1: Yeah, it's just being open. That doesn't hurt to be open to other ways of doing things. Um, Doesn't mean like you said it has to happen overnight or be immediate or be.
0: um, Yeah, it's just some is. We just have to be open. Right, right. I'm kind of thinking, like, you know, just in the prospect of changing your Mm -hmm. jobs. Let's say you're looking at your job. It is unfulfilling. It is stressful, whatever. Maybe that is not a piece that we can move right away, right? Mm -hmm. Like, not a lot of us can be like, oh, well, I quit my job and I'll just live with no income until whatever. (laughs) Oh, well. But if if we are willing to acknowledge that this – job is not serving me, Mm -hmm. then we can move to the next step. Okay, so then where do I want to go? And what steps do I have to take to move my life away from Mm -hmm. this job? Totally. And yeah, it might take a couple years if we need education, it might take, you know, a year of job searching elsewhere. It might take allowing yourself to move to a different city, whatever it is. But as soon as you decide that this is something that is movable and I'm willing to move it right. for my happiness, huge, right, huge. And like that goes back to that
1: idea of worth, right? I am investing in myself. And that really, that's part of that self-care too, is I'm investing in me and I'm investing my energy in prioritizing something that will make me feel content in my life. Um, and not saying that the job will, but how it fits into your life. Um, when we're thinking about like, does this bring me joy? Uh, does this bring me contentment? Can I do the things that, um, I really value in my life, in my day? Um, and I think that's a huge thing. Um, we only have so much time in our day and are we living it as we want to?
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And on that note... Thank you so much for joining us, Shannon. Oh, thanks for having me. Thank yeah, you oh. for being here. It's fun. Su- such a fabulous conversation as always. I agree. I yeah. agree. Feel fulfilled. That was self-care. Yay.
1: <laughs> and socialization. Yay. <laughs> back well, to my hole.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll crawl back to our little caves and go hide. In them. All right. Well, thank you so much again. And until next time, everybody. Bye. Bye.